Perigimel Mishnah Beis. The previous Mishnah presented a list of Elu Naros Sheyeshlan Knas. Our Mishnah presents a list of Elu Sheinlan Knas. She says the following cases, even if all the other conditions are met for the penalty of 50 Shkalim to apply, meaning that a Jewish man went and violated a young Jewish girl between 12 and 12 and a half, nevertheless, he will not be liable to make the penalty payment of 50 Shkalim. The first case the Mishnah mentions is the corollary of the case mentioned in the previous Mishnah, and that is Habal Agiyoros Vialashvuya Vialashivcha Shinivtevishinis Gairo Vishnishtacharu Yeseros Albinoshalashonam Vyomechad. The man went and violated a girl with one of the following histories. She is either a convert or she had either been captured by Uvdi Kachavim or subsequently freed, or she used to be a slave woman and she was freed from slavery. She was freed or converted above the age of three. Allah is there's no penalty here of 50 shkalim because the Pasuk specifies that the said penalty applies when a Jewish man violates a young, between 12 and a half, Nara virgin Jewish girl, Basula. All of the aforementioned cases, there's an assumption that she's not a Basula based on her past. And the point is that since she only became Jewish or freed from captivity. Above the age of three, this means that the presumed act of intimacy that occurred, and we assume it happened at least once, happened at a time which was halachically meaningful, meaning the act only counts if she is at least three. We do have to assume that that occurred here. Therefore, this does not meet all of the requirements for the penalty to apply only applies to Basula, so there's no penalty in this case. However, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with one of these cases. He says, Shavuya Shiniftes, the Jewish woman who was captured and was redeemed not until she was well over three of in, Harehi Bikutushasa Afalpisha She's presumed to remain in a state of purity, even again if she is much older, she's an adult when this whole thing happened. We do not assume she was violated by one of her Ovikachovim captors. And so we see that, at the very least, with regards to the Knas issue, Abuda disagrees with the premise of the previous Tana. We have to assume she was violated, so she's no longer entitled to collect her Knas. Abuda says, not true. The Shfuya, even the adult, to capture Jewish woman, may still collect her Knas. The Maraim discuss whether Abuda will disagree regarding the other issues of Kahuna and the amount of Ksuba she can collect. The Mishnah resumes its list of Naros who are not entitled to collect the Knas of 50 Shkalim. We have Haba, Albito, Albas Bito, Albas Beno, Albas Ishto, Albas Beno, Albas Bita. If a Jewish man would have violated any of the following Arayos, these are all incestuous relationships, and the common thread of them is, as the Mishnah will state, that for violating any of these, he is subject to the death penalty in Bezdin. So we have here. His daughter or daughter's daughter, his son's daughter, his wife's daughter, his wife's son's daughter, his wife's daughter's daughter. All of these cases, the Mishnah rules, Ein lahen kanas. The Jewish man will not have to pay the kanas of 50 shkalim, based on the fact that he has, in addition to the sin of violating a, a young Jewish girl, has committed a sin of incest, and specifically incest, which makes him liable to the death penalty. bezdin. For, for all of these, he's liable to be put to death in court. Anyone who commits a sin that's liable to the death penalty and simultaneously commits an offense that normally makes him liable to make a payment, 
does not have to make the payment. This is the principle of Komle with the Rabba Mine, that Bezdin does not punish a person twice for the same crime, rather they only implement the more severe punishment, which obviously here is the death penalty, and the way this works is that even if for some reason we don't practically implement the death penalty still, if he committed a crime that is a capital offense, this fact itself exempts him from the lower punishment, in this case the penalty of 50 shkalim. Where does this principle come from? The Mishnah says, Shinemar, from a passage in Parshas Mishpatim, which describes a situation where two men are quarreling, they're fighting, and in the course of their fight, one man accidentally struck a pregnant woman, causing her to miscarry. And Shinemar, the passage there stipulates, Veloyiya Oson, as long as there was no, no fatal accident, meaning that the woman wasn't killed, the Pasuk there goes on to say he shall then pay for the loss of the fetus to the woman's husband. So we infer from the Pasuk's language that the man who caused this miscarriage pays for the fetus where his blow didn't kill the pregnant mother herself. He didn't commit murder. But if he did, then there's no payment for the loss of the fetus. So the Pasuk here reveals to us the principle of Kamli B'dirabine, that when the person simultaneously incurred a very serious punishment, such as the death penalty, and also a monetary punishment that normally he has to pay money, Allah is that he does not have to make the monetary payment.